on today's episode of Bucked Up. See, what Buffalo's notorious for is we, we know a bunch of bitches that are RNs and LPNs, so when we get sick, we just call them bitches. Like, yo, man, listen, listen, my toe looks like it's off, but I think if I bandage it together, it will heal back. Am I all right or I gotta go to ER? You gotta go to ER. Well, can I just wait a day and see what happens? Yeah, you can, but you might bleed out. Well, I'll just wait and see what happens tomorrow. <laughs> I, I, I really was, I mean, I've always been into music, but I never even really thought I was ever gonna do music until a few years back. And now you're, look at the BSF chain around your neck. <laughs> no, I mean, it's cool, but I liked it way better. I liked it way better when people kind of knew me and just was like, oh man, yeah, you paint tires or something like that. I, I don't like it like this, man. It's it's too much upkeep, bro. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's recording, so don't say anything crazy. Oh man, it's gonna be a tough one. <laughs> but Sam, I thought you liked me. I talk crazy. What is? I wish I didn't smoke weed. <laughs> <laughs> they said weed is safe. <laughs> oh my god. Yo, you know how like Europe, how they have the like fucking like the dude with cancer on the cigarette pack? Yeah, that shit's gross. Yeah. It's like every country but the U.S. because the U.S. is controlled by cigarettes. They're like, well, we, we're not putting that shit here. You can do that shit over in Europe, bro. I don't get how they can sell sad commercials. Like what, the commercials with the, I smoked for 20 years and I'm here to tell you don't. You See, know, like that'll be all the, they'll be, you'll be watching Spongebob. The kids are clicking right <laughs> at, past that shit. I mean, if they're rapping or shaking their ass, they'd probably listen to it. But <laughs> damn, I'm not going to smoke. I've seen this girl with the machine on her neck twerking. Said it wasn't good. <laughs> Some bad bitch twerking. <laughs> Some bad bitch on a TikTok twerking <laughs> with the fucking... I now have another hole for men to use. It's in my neck. <laughs> have you ever had it this way? <laughs> Yo. Maybe some girls might like that. For an extra couple hundred, you can fuck my throat hole. Or you could just like, you know, like a deep throat, take it out and tie it in a knot. You know? <laughs> like a cherry stem? Yeah, it's like a fish hook, dog. It's like a fish hook. Please fish hook me. Mess <laughs> What's worse, that or the Rescue Dog commercial? The Sarah McLaughlin one? Oh, Sarah McLaughlin. No. Um, you know which one I'm talking about? Yeah, semi. Like, this yeah. dog got molested from the ages of six months That's, to three years old. Those commercials are always sad. And, and, you know, the happy commercials are like, you know what? I thought I was going to die from HIV, but now I took... You know, hemoglobin 5,000, and now I'm out here parasailing. Like, oh, shit. I feel like that, like that medicine that will go be the late weight loss. They don't need to make that an injection. No, I, I feel like it could be a pill for them. It they just want to torture yeah. me, make me look like a heroin addict. You're tying your arm off with a piece of spaghetti. I'm trying to fucking lose weight. <laughs> with the Twizzler. Yeah, like, the Twizzler tied It's arm. horrible. Uh, I do want to do that, but with everything, I'm just worried about the fucking side effects afterwards. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't even read the show. I was like, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> You're like, I'll lose weight. They say, Not lose either. weight and you ain't got to do shit. I was like, this sounds like my type of shit right here. Just do coke. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, listen, you don't, gotta, you don't need to change your diet, your exercise plan. I mean, if you want to lose more weight, you can, but you'll still lose weight. I was like, this sounds fucking sweet. 
Why do you have to heat it up on a spoon before? <laughs> like, I don't know, man. This shit don't. This is why I see it on the streets. I'm like, <laughs> You're cutting it and selling it for half. <laughs> I was funny because I like had a headache. I was like, I was like, yo, babe. I was like, man, I ain't feeling right. After I injected Mike, I injected me with the same needle. She's like, what? You don't do that? I was like, I'm just kidding. I didn't do that shit. <laughs> like, I'm that dumb. I'll yeah. always be like, oh, I feel like shit. And I'll be like, I haven't drank water for like. 48 hours. Dude, my body doesn't know what water is. Like, that's, that's, I, I don't think I'm having side effects from the medicine. I'm having side effects from not drinking caffeine or energy drinks. Oh, yeah, caffeine. I just started getting addicted to caffeine. I feel like you dudes who are 40 picking up smoking cigarettes. I yeah. just started drinking caffeine this year. Yeah, you're trying to fucking lose your life quicker. <laughs> <laughs> like me, like, I maybe, maybe drink one bottle of water a week, maybe. So from not drinking and from stopping drinking all that and drinking six bottles of water a day, my body's like, what the fuck? This stuff doesn't even take, taste like fruit punch rock star. <laughs> you know? You're cutting it. You know, you're, 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 you're like, pouring. yo, man, is this diet or something? This shit don't taste right. I mean, it's liquid. And we know that. And it's cold, but it's not the flavor we're used to right now. I'm pulling up, pouring up a four rock star in my water. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you. This shit's fucking... It's bad. the... Withdrawals though, that can't be good. Like that can't be good to have in your body that when you take it out, you're having hella withdrawals. Yeah, dude, that, that's how much I've been drinking this shit. And they say, and this shit's supposed to be safe for you, you know? Like, bro, this shit's a big scam. Celsius, you ever had health Celsius? I sound like a spot. You ever had drink Celsius before? No. <laughs> but have you ever had Celsius? No, I haven't, Sam. They what is it all about? Tell me more. <laughs> no, they try to like market as it's like healthy. It's probably just as bad as the rest of shit. It says burns body fat, accelerates metabolism. Lies. <laughs> you're just having an anxiety attack, and then you're kind of burning an extra calorie from anxiety. It's an energy drink, man. Why don't you pour some out on the table? I do a line <laughs> of that shit. <laughs> no one'll look. Turn the cameras off. Turn don't look at me, camera. <laughs> what food do you miss the most right now? The food do I miss the most? I mean, I don't know. I haven't really changed my eating habits yet. <laughs> It, it said really, I didn't have to. Yeah. <laughs> but I've been eating smaller increments, you know. You get full fast, right? Yeah, and I and well they say, you know, you you can eat if you eat too much you'll get sick. So in my head I'm like, well I'm just gonna eat half of what I usually eat so I don't even get sick. Fuck that shit. So like I would eat like ten wings, twelve wings easy. Now I'm eating like three or four and I, I'm like, damn dog, I want more. I get sick when I eat too much. Yeah. I just I just eat too much and then that's it. That's, that's it for the day. You don't feel sick like when you like overstart. No, my stomach, my, like my shit's like okay. So we're gonna take these shorts and the shirt off now, right? We can't. <laughs> we're at Longhorn. You gotta wait twenty minutes till we get home. <laughs> you start getting the meat sweats. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, yo, check. <laughs> <laughs> I have Literally. moved to the exclusive ex athletic short era, and I know oh. I've gained weight. Oh, when man. you have to wear the athletic shorts. Well, hanging out with fucking rappers and shit, I feel like I gotta wear jeans all the time. And I hate that shit. I hate wearing jeans, bro. Yeah, rapper, rappers are like fucking Saudis. It's like, yeah, you're not allowed to show your knees are right. Dude, it'd be 90 degrees out there. Like, man, it's fucking cold as shit. I'm like, bro, you got a hoodie on, three shirts, a pair of jeans, and Timberlands, dog. It is July 1st, dog. We're in Miami. Why do you have a bubble coat on? <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, seriously, we were at a rooftop in Venice Beach. These motherfuckers all asked for blankets. What? I was like, man, you can't even, you can't be a gangster rapper wearing a blanket on a rooftop, dog. I'm telling you this right now. I was at a party with Westside, and he had this big fur coat on, and I was like sweating. 
It was hella hot. And I go up to him and I was like, aren't you dying right now? And he goes, I look fly though, don't I? Right? I Fuck like, these clothes are ruined after today, but I look <laughs> cool as shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, but you and I, we have the fat guy thing where our sweat smells bad. Yeah, our sweat fine. smells it's like over. whatever food we ate. Uh, like, yo, who the hell's got chocolate pudding? Yo, fucking leave me alone, dog. <laughs> Why does it smell like Burger King in here right now? You know what? I don't judge you guys. Is that why you opened up Struggle Compound? Because it was, it was right over here by Burger King. yards away from a Burger King. Like, you know what? This looks like a great location. And it's not because I'm in the drive-thru either. <laughs> Are you a Burger King, a McDonald's, or a Wendy's guy? Uh, I'm all over the place. I, don't, I really don't fuck with Wendy's like that. I like Arby's, though, for some reason. Oh, that's just trashy. Yeah, I mean, you know. It's trashy, but really expensive for some reason. All fast food's fucking expensive. Not expensive. I was like 60 bucks for fucking a roast beef sandwich and some mozzarella sticks. I'm like, damn, dog. I don't but, trust fast food roast beef. Yeah. Yeah, you probably shouldn't. But I like it. What's <laughs> that fancy, not even fancy, like old school? There's a roast beef's like known for in Buffalo, right? Yeah, the beef on whack. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, always beef on a sandwich with some, you know, the roll with the little, I don't even know what that is, salt or sugar or something. You ever heard of a three-way? Yeah, I've heard of three-way. <laughs> <laughs> the sandwich. Oh, the sandwich, the sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I mean, what are you talking about? It's a we, North Shore, Massachusetts thing. It's a roast beef, gravy, and cheese. And it's I should have known better coming from you. <laughs> the only three-way I've had. It's the only... Three-way, anyone in Massachusetts is good. <laughs> Motherfucker, you've had a three-way? That's why OT moved to Philly. That's why. <laughs> like, fuck this shit, man. You just fucking one person's a three-way. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the hell's going on so fat. There could be multiple people. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's an orgy. <laughs> I could have sworn. No, it was just you by yourself the whole time. What? Fuck. <laughs> I was driving, when I was driving over here, I was like, Damn, like, what did we talk about in the last podcast? We talked about ghost pussy. We did. But I feel like we talked about fat people shit, too. Well, that's what happens when you're around me. I'm I'm trying, I'm trying, that's why I'm trying to lose weight, so I can stop talking about how fat I am. You're going to come in, like, just jacked and thin. I'm not working out, dog. I'm not going to be jacked, you know. You're going to be thin as hell. You're going to look like. Now, I'm going to be like 20, 20, 30 pounds lighter. That's it. Why, if you just were going to take something to help you lose weight without looking at the repercussions, why wouldn't you just do coke? Uh, I got two addictive personality. You see me with energy drinks? <laughs> Could you imagine me on cocaine? I'd lose everything. I wouldn't have nothing in six weeks. <laughs> it would be the 180 pounds. I'd be like 150, like have nothing though. One shoe. The store would be gone. <laughs> the store would be gone. <laughs> everything would be gone. I'm over here fucking selling everything. Like, yeah, man, I seen Struggle Mike in a pair of shorts and one shoe on, dog. You didn't even have a shirt. He's ejecting something. (laughs) (laughs) It's what go, It's same with glued or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of them. Dude, it's a big scam, dude. I'm about to I'm about to clear out the whole struggle, bro. I'm about to make this a beauty and health clinic, dog. Cause dude, these motherfuckers charging 150 for consultation. All they do is they bring you in a room, you sign some paperwork, they bring you in a room. And then 20 minutes later, a doctor pops up on a fucking video call, and he's like, yeah, you're good to go. And then hangs up, and you just spent 150 a piece for that shit. Yeah, but that's like about how, like, weed... And then, it's like, and then it's like 500 a shot. I searched that shit up on eBay. It's like 60 bucks. Wait, 500 a shot? <laughs> yeah, well, it's 500 for a month, which is a, enough for six shots to start off with. 
Oh yeah, you're self-made. You don't have health insurance. Uh, yeah, no. Alright, I would be like, damn. But that is funny. They're like, if you work for some, if you are like the slave to somebody, you get health insurance. Yeah, like hey, you're fucked a, either way. Here's your price. <laughs> exactly. But you still gotta pay copays. Fuck. <laughs> is there good insurance here? I don't know. In New York. I mean, it's New York. I'm sure it's okay. But in New York, just sucks overall. Do you have like an underground doctor? Do you have a black market doctor? I, I, I no. See what you see. What Buffalo's notorious for is we we know a bunch of bitches that are RNs and LPNs. So when we get sick, we just call them bitches. Like, yo, man, listen, listen. My toe looks like it's off, but I think if I bandage it together, it will heal back. Am I all right, or I gotta go to ER? You gotta go to ER. Well, can I just wait a day and see what happens? Yeah, you can, but you might bleed out. Well, I'll just wait and see what happens tomorrow. <laughs> That's a good piece of advice. When you're in your early 20s, fucking RN and be really nice to her. So you have her on call for the rest of your life. Always, always. Yo, I know I I didn't call you yesterday, but I'm sick right now. I don't know if I got COVID, the flu. What are my symptoms? It's like like personal WebMD instead of going (laughs) on the internet. You just call them up. You just call them up, man. Have you? I've had go- doctors just Google shit while I'm in the office. See, like, I feel I like that, that's treacherous as hell. Like, they're getting paid all types of money. Like, hold on, let me Google it. Yeah, you're right. You do have AIDS. Like, what the fuck? I ever <laughs> tell you when a girl gave me a yeast infection? No, you never did. I did. What'd you do, throw bread at you or something? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't fuck a girl works at Panera Bread. <laughs> like, yo, I'm not saying you gave me the yeast infection, but it kind of adds up. <laughs> <laughs> no, literally, I didn't know what it was. I was just like, it smells like fucking sourdough when I take my pants off. Yeah. So I went to a CVS Minute Clinic. A CVS Minute Clinic? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And the woman, it was like a hot fucking RN. Well, that's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, I, and she was like, I don't know what this is. Why are you here for an STD? Oh, shit. And so she's like, I don't know what to do. So she starts taking pictures of my yeasty dick and sending it to doctor friends to oh, be like, so do you know what this is? And that's how I found out I had a yeast infection. That's embarrassing. I, I would have just walked away and be like, you know what? I'm just kidding. This is a prank. <laughs> I, just put, I just put some flour on it. <laughs> I was worried. I was like 17, 18 years old. <laughs> I was 18 for the story. Let's say that. I was 18. I don't want this nurse, getting, nurse practitioner getting in trouble. You didn't get in, in trouble? fucking dick pics. <laughs> I'm a 17 year old with a UCF dick. That'd be alright. You have any rare diseases? Never. 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 And I, I've, you know, I've never worn protection my whole life. And now I'm fixed, so now I just dump and go. You, know? you had a vasectomy? Yeah. yeah. How was it? Um, I don't know. I woke up and I, it came, was like, I just started shooting blinks. <laughs> How old were you? How old were they? Um, let me see. Oh, I'm trying to think. Uh, look, I'm old, so I got to do the math. Yeah. I was like 27, 28, something like that. Was it your idea? Yeah, because my wife at the time, she she was every time she had a baby, she she was having bad postpartum. So, like, and, you know, we didn't want her to get pregnant again and go through it even worse. So the easier way, it's way easier for a guy to get a vasectomy than girls to get their tube side, really, kind of. Yeah. And then the reversal and all that shit, so... What if they called it spade? 
Spade. My wife just got spayed. They put a cone around my neck. <laughs> yeah, they're like, Struggle Mike just got neutered last week. I've been, been waiting, too, for someone to be like, yo, this is your baby. Be like, really? Because it's not. Because yeah. I got paperwork to prove. Yeah, what's this, bitch? <laughs> just hold up some paperwork. So this motherfucker shooting blanks. I had a lot of time today. Think I was thinking, how do you think Drake had that kid? Drake had that kid? Do you think... He was having a good, a good old time, and then he forgot about yeah. her, and then nine months came around, he's like, fuck, I don't know who you are. <laughs> you don't think he's more careful with that shit? Or do you think she, like, tricked him? No, I don't think any... I think, I think it's really, like, a crap game. You got people like Drake that randomly have a baby, then you got people like Flavor Flav that just has 20 kids. It's like the shoot of the dice. You know those, like, Saudi princes who have, like, 100 kids? Yeah. I feel like that's too much. It's definitely too much. Nick Cannon, do you want to hit it? No, I'm good. Nick Cannon was in an interview, and they asked him to name all his kids, and he forgot one of the names. Bro, how can you remember all of them? I got four, and I, I've been forgetting birthdays. Oh, <laughs> I I'm like, what the fuck? I'm an only child. Oh, yeah. Explains a lot. <laughs> yeah, people are always like, that makes sense. I, 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 sh- I, I, sh- I should have known, because you could drive a Subaru. <laughs> <laughs> I had a Jeep before that. Yeah, I mean, I, that doesn't make any difference. It's the same thing. <laughs> a Jeep and a Subaru or the same? No, I mean the cars for you know, only children, <laughs> you know. What's, a, what's a, what the youngest of six? What car does that guy drive? Nothing. He doesn't have a car. <laughs> he's, he's riding a bike. <laughs> he's riding a bike or catching a ride with one of the older siblings that fucking works three jobs just to afford their 98 Honda Civic. <laughs> Do you like to play that game when you see an adult riding a bike? It's like bad marriage or DUI. I've never played that game. It's That's, a fun one. That sounds like something else. If they I'll have the bright suit on, it's bad marriage. Yeah. If they're wearing like a collared shirt and they look like they're on a way to a fucking job interview, that's DUI right definitely, there. Definitely DUI if they're dressed up driving a bike. <laughs> yeah, when, when they have a backpack on, you know they have a DUI. <laughs> A backpack is just the uh, the trunk of a van for a man with a DUI. Well, yeah, man, I'm not going to put a bag on the back of this bike. I'm just going to hold the backpack on. That's <laughs> how they do it. You know what I, I did? Bought a scooter. An electric scooter? It's a gas-powered one. Oh, does that shit go hella fast? It goes like 45 miles. You can drive it later. I'll have the kids bring it up. 45 miles per hour? Yeah. If you eat shit, you're dead. Yeah, so, the, the, yeah, so yeah. what happened? Yeah. What happened? <laughs> Is I'm hanging out with Benny and them, and he they got two of them in the back. They were all riding around. All these fucking gangster riders over here riding these fucking mopeds. Hilarious, you know. But it was it's really a fun time to be honest. I was like, man, I was like, yo, I want one of those. But he's like, yeah, man, I got them for like a stack of pieces. Like what? I said, this sounds like a great deal. I want one. The motherfucker called him up right away. He's like, yeah, can you drop one off the struggle mugs tomorrow? He's like, yeah, they're gonna bring it tomorrow. I was like, damn, I really didn't want one. You know? <laughs> I was just trying to. I was like, now nah, I gotta buy this shit, you know. Is there a weight limit? <laughs> Yo, so now the next day I'm sitting here waiting. And I'm like, yeah, they ain't coming. They forgot all about me. The motherfuckers pulled up 10 minutes before I closed. I like, fuck. But, dude, I swear to God, it's the best thing I ever bought. Dude, like, I drive it here to work every now and then. <laughs> the kids are driving it all day long. They fucking go to the grocery. Yo, you want something from the corner store? That motherfucker's going to take that scooter all day long, dude. They love that shit. I love the idea of all these gangsters in Buffalo. Like, it just starts slowly becoming a thing. Of everyone has fucking scooters. You just see BSF pull up. They got cuts on, motorcycle cuts on scooters. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
I just want to see the first drive-by scooter. Fuck <laughs> 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 you! <laughs> Are you wearing your helmet? Dude, it's just funny. Bro, if you're 40, if you're going 45 miles per hour and you fall off a scooter, yeah. you're fucked. <laughs> if you fell like this, your tattoos would be gone. I get I get so much extra skin. It'll be all right. I, I'm so fat. I'll just I just I just feel like if I fall, I'll just bounce. You know? <laughs> bounce back up. I'll like, oh shit! I didn't even fall off the shit. <laughs> <laughs> that scooter shit. Forty five is scary. That's scary to me. Yeah, well, you'll see it later. <laughs> I went. I ate shit once on one. I hit a curb going twenty. Oh yeah! And I just went flying up over that. Shit. Well, these are like dry. These are like sit-down scooters. Oh, like a moped. Yeah, a moped. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. like you're Croatian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we're K seven swing by oh, the swing. Oh, this isn't like a stand-up. No, like, no, no. But we oh. did we did those in Puerto Rico. And my son ate shit in Puerto Rico. Nick was, okay? Nick was fucking driving the shit. Because you know Nick got to be special. He over here doing wheelies on shit. And then he's on this little stand-up scooter. And he tries to do like the slide. Fucking falls off it. Puts his foot. And it's like heavy. It fucking pushes his foot into the thing. Fucked his whole foot up. Oh, no. It didn't break it. No, nah, no. Nah. He broke his arm just a couple weeks ago, though, doing wheelies. Really? He'd, he'd be doing these wheelies on his bike. He got This kid's got like a fucking $1,200 bicycle. And... Is fucking, every, all the kids are getting them now, and he just does wheelies on them. He can do them, like, from here to the, down to the next street. Did you ride bikes and shit as a kid? <laughs> I had a bike once. Once. <laughs> what happened? So, so my dad got me a bike for my birthday. And I was super excited about it, right? Yeah. Yo, hand me that Coke. The Coca-Cola, Okay. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to get it twisted over here. Coca-Cola. Um, yeah. So we had this thing. We're friggin'. I was driving around the park in my neighborhood, and this dude comes up to me. He's like, "Hey." He's like, "Nice bike." I was like, "Yeah, my dad got it for my birthday." He's like, "No, you didn't. You stole this from my son." I was like, "What?" He's like, "I didn't steal this shit. The cops come. All this shit." He shows the receipt. Sure, shit, it was his son's bike. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so they take me in. They call my dad. Dad comes to the police precinct. They're like, hey, um, did you give this bike to your son? He's like, no, I never seen that bike. I'm like, what? He's like, they're like, well, your son says that you gave it to him for his birthday. He's like, no, I didn't. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? He's like, well, I'll have him talking to him at, at home. And then takes me home. And beats me up for saying that he got for me the bike. Up. What the fuck, dog? I didn't know any better. I was like fucking 10. Never drove a bike again, bro. Damn. Now I understand why you never owned a bike again. Yep, fuck that he shit. He should have at least told you, I stole this yeah. bike, so don't go snitching on me. Like, dude, for real. I, got a, I have another bike. I bought a, one of those beach cruiser bikes. <laughs> and it's just sitting in my basement. I, I drove it like once. I was like, yeah, we'll take a bike ride you know, with the kids. And I, I, I see myself going through, like, a glass window. Like, I see, like, my reflection. I was like, yeah, I'm too big to be on a beach cruiser, dude. Let me go you bring this shit back. You just get on the bike and you start, like, crying. You have, <laughs> like, a, you have a flashback. Like, what the fuck, dog? <laughs> that is fucked. My grandma told me a story once because she grew up in, like, the Depression and shit. Yeah. That she went to school one day and she came back and they're, like, eating dinner. And she asked her mom, my great-grandmother, like, Oh, what are we what are we eating for dinner tonight? And her mom was like, Don't worry about it. 
Don't, like, don't worry about it. And she's like, oh, this is delicious. <laughs> so, eats dinner, goes into her room afterwards. She's like a little girl. She goes to play with her pet rabbit, and her rabbit's gone. Oh, shit. She's like, yo, what happened to fucking Rosie, or whatever the name is. Times are rough. She's like, that's what we just ate for dinner. So is that like a tradition now? You guys eat rabbit? (laughs) Yeah, we eat rabbit on fucking Rosie's birthday. (laughs) Shit was so much harder. Back then? You think shit's eat, like, I feel like shit was so much harder. Like, this is the easiest generation. Nah, I don't think so. I mean, obviously, mad shit was hard back then, but it was a little bit simpler, too, back then. Now, uh, now it's it's easy to access stuff, but it's really hard to obtain it without basically giving your soul away. Really, you know, like look at all these motherfuckers on TikTok and Instagram and shit like that. Like I hate Instagram. I hate that I have to be on Instagram to do music or any bullshit like that or sell my clothing. You know, like I mean that's the thing. Unfortunately, like these kids look up to that shit. You know, back then. You didn't have that shit. It was hard. Obviously, you had the depression. You had all the wars and stuff. But it was simpler. You you know, you go out, you know, watch a show. Shit was cheap back then. You know, you weren't making much. But, I mean, it was hard. But I, th- I feel like it was, it was hard, but it was simpler. Not easier, but simpler. Now there's just too much. You can't do anything nowadays. You can't kill people and get away with it like back in the day. There's too much shit out there, bro. Like, there's too many cameras. I love that that's the example. Like, like for real. Like, no. you could not kill someone and, and someone's going to know about it. You couldn't it. have a family secretly anymore. No, definitely Like, back not. in the day, it was so easy to have a secret family. Yeah, like, my grandfather had, like, fucking secret families and shit. Like, like they didn't know that shit until the motherfucker died and this shit was on the internet. Yeah, and motherfuckers couldn't. just started showing up to the funeral. You're like, I'm the only grandchild. Like, like oh, who's got the will? I'm the only, who are you, bitch? <laughs> the fuck? Was there a fist fight at his funeral? No, nah, there wasn't a fist fight, but we didn't. We, I mean, we knew there was one, not a few. You know, oh, but, how many families did he have? I don't know. You asked my mom. <laughs> a lot. But yeah, that's. I mean, it's crazy. But you, know? you couldn't have a secret family now. No, hell no. There's too much. Too many people are in everyone's business. Yeah. You know. I, it's almost too easy that it became hard. It's like anyone can build a studio in their room, mm-hmm. so everyone builds a studio in their room. Oh yeah. And then it be, it like floods the market, so it's hard to stand out. It's fucking, like I said, it's too, it's it's accessible, right? So You only made music, well, you know, you only put made music in the streaming era? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I really was, I mean, I've always been into music, but I never even really thought I was ever going to do music until a few years back. And now you're, <laughs> look at the BSF chain around your neck. <laughs> no, just kidding. I mean, it's cool, but I liked it way better. I liked it way better when people kind of knew me and just was like, oh, man, yeah, you paint cars or something like that. I I don't like it like this, man. It's it's too much upkeep, bro. Like, I'm over here. Like, <clears throat> I went to that fashion show in New York City or whatever, or whatever it was on the rooftop, and I'm sitting there looking at West Side and all these guys. I'm like, damn, these motherfuckers got some shit on, man. They got, they, you know, and I'm looking at their shoes. I'm over there with some shell toes and shit. I'm like, so I started buying Mad Yeezys. And then the more I hang out with them, I was like, damn, I got to up my, my clothes. So I started buying, like, gallery department and essentials and all, all that shit. Like, Warren Lotus, all them. All, I started buying all that shit. One, one week, I spent, like, $1,500 on, like, four shirts. I'm like, what the fuck? 
is going on. But did you feel like, do you feel like you really have to do that? This episode is sponsored by Infused Productions. They are the best in cannabis products and events. Make sure to follow them online at Infused Productions. That's I-N-F-U-Z-E-D Productions. And check out what they have going on. Let's get back into it. I mean, I feel like you have to when you when you go to certain things. You don't have to wear that shit all the time. I don't wear that shit. Uh, this is usually what I wear, shit like this. Yeah. Like, n- nothing crazy. But you're a car guy. <clears throat> yeah. So, like, I bet you understand this with cars. People will buy a dope-ass car, and then that day they'll want three more cars. This day they yeah. will buy that car, but they can't afford that. It's like, you should be happy with what you have type shit. Yeah, I don't know, man. But it's just like hanging out with those crowds. You just got to dress the part. If, if you want to get... Like, more people will come up to you. I noticed that. Like, you know, I'm like, damn, bro, because I got a fucking gallery department shirt on, some chains. Like, I, be, I was in this restaurant 10 times before that. Oh, and now they're like, oh, who are you? What yeah, you like, you know, like, there's been times I went to go, like, I, I, I like to go, me and, you know, a couple friends or my wife, we just like to go and just do shit, like, <laughs> like on a whim. But like, there's been times you know we can't get we can't go to place or whatever. But then I'll come the next day with a chain on, and they're like, "Oh yeah, come on up." Is that tough because Buffalo is a small city? It's like everyone kind of knows what's going on at yeah. all times. Yeah, pretty much. I don't like like I love Buffalo. I love South Buffalo. I was born and raised here. I'll, I'll always be grateful for everything it bestowed upon me. I mean, but just as much good stuff it gave me thirty times as much bad. Bad times. Like, I can't wait to leave and move. <clears throat> you know? I feel more at home when I'm in L.A. or when I'm in fucking Mexico or Puerto Rico or Florida. Like, I, I feel more at home in any of those those cities or areas than I do in Buffalo. Why do you think that is? <clears throat> Too many people are in your business. Over there, they don't really know who you are, so you're a little bit more comfortable. You can let your guard down a little bit. You know, fucking... I mean, don't get me wrong. I know people in all those cities, but, like... They're not like here where everyone's like, oh, what are you doing? Oh, hey, you do this. Hey, I heard you got the plug on this. Or, yo, help me with this. And, and it's like, bro, y'all, I just, uh, Buffalo's just, and they don't support you like, like like my business. I've been selling clothes for six, seven years now. I sell 80 to 90% of my clothes to the West Coast. I could, I could name probably on one hand how many people in Buffalo actually bought or supported my clothing. Which is crazy. I got more shit. Fucking Mark from Rochester supported me more than Buffalo did. You know, he bought a bunch of gear off me for his new store. But like all my shirts and hoodies and shit goes right to the West Coast. Goes to Cali, goes to Nevada, goes to Texas, goes to friggin' um, Arizona, Mexico, Guatemala. Like it's, it's just crazy. But I don't get love in Massachusetts like I do in other places. Yeah. And I think it's like they started with, they didn't start with you, but they started with you. So if they don't have the same growth as you, they don't think you're deserving of it. Yeah, it could be. I don't know. It's just like, I feel like it's like a 13 colony type shit. Because I feel like it's like the whole Northeast is like that, you know? Like Philly, Philly and stuff didn't really mess with OT till he really got big. You know, Millie's. Millie's been rapping for how long? No one really fucked with him until recent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
<clears throat> a lot of those guys, man. No one really fucked with them until they got bigger. And yeah. that's how, and I feel like it's just here. Like, you go down to Florida and shit, and these motherfuckers will pop. You'll be like, man, where'd this rapper come from? He's got all these followers. He's got all these streams all of a sudden. He's been, but he's been rapping for years because people down there have been supporting him. Not here. The motherfuckers don't support you for shit. Because there isn't much around it, there's like a feast or famine mentality? I don't know. I don't know what it is, to be honest. I don't know. It's just fucked up. Like, Benny. Benny's been rapping for years, man. Years. And his biggest track is with J. Cole. I mean, I love that song just as much as the next person, but I could probably name five other songs that are better. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> it's like you have to you have to play the game a little bit. Yeah. And, I mean, they, they got to be sick of it by now. You know, they've been playing, Betty's been playing the game his whole life, the music game. Yeah. He's been recording forever, you know. But look at what all you had to do before... <laughs> You were asked to join BSF. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of, and I, 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 I got mad love for BSF. They're, those are my boys, my family. But like, I, I mean, I liked it. I liked it better when I kind of did my own shit. You know what I'm saying? Because like, <clears throat> it's not, it's nothing about that. Is there's more involved now? Because it's, you know, it's bigger. Mm-hmm. So you can't just go and push it out right away. And that's where some people have a difficult time. You know, like me, I really don't need the money, so it don't matter to me if the fucking album comes out or this week or two months from now. You know, where other people, artists, are tra- really been striving, and a lot of these guys are trying to get away from their lifestyle that they're used to. So music is their only outlet, you know, whether, you know, they, <clears throat> so they're trying to get out there. So they want their music out right away, right away, and they want it to do big. And when it doesn't go big, they get mad about it. <clears throat> but, like, you got to put money in, like, it's not like I put out, put music together and put it out with like Speedy and all these guys and it went just big viral. No, I had to put money in marketing, get money for features, do videos and stuff. You can't just make a song, put it out there and like, yeah, that's right. My shit's the hottest shit ever. Yeah, but if you, your shit could be the hottest track out right now and no one would know it because you don't put your money behind it. Yeah. You gotta, it, you gotta put money into it. And you really don't want to sign to a label and have the label put money into it because they're going to take that off the top no matter what you know they're whether you think so or not you get an advance they're taking that money first so motherfuckers will be like damn man it's been five years i never got a check for my album yeah because you fucking got 250 grand and your shit didn't stream that well and this that the other thing you know like what do you wish you knew going into the music what do i wish i knew Mm -hmm. going into music I wish I was more, I wish I knew more about networking and marketing when I first entered. Because the great escape, like, I understood, like, I knew a bunch of people in the music industry when I started doing the actual albums. And um, there goes Ikea. Um, but, friggin', but like, like, they would tell me, like, hey, you know, this label wants to buy Great Escape. When I first dropped Great Escape, I had album, people that wanted to buy it. But they wanted to take everyone off of it and just leave the, the more popular people on it. And I didn't understand it. You know, I wanted to build it my way, but I didn't know the game at that time, you know? So I put out The Great Escape in the Wall, which collectively, if I would have switched them around and did them together as one album, took all the, you know, all my homies that I tried, you know, I should have did that. I should have did that. And then that would probably gave me the money to really put the homies on first. 
But what I did is I tried getting everyone streams and vibes. And, and I did. Everyone started, you know, we all started going pretty good. <clears throat> and then, then, you know, it was time for the younger guys. There's the Kia guy. There goes the Kia. <laughs> but I, I don't know, man. I I, freaking, I I like the music stuff. Like I, the stuff I like about the music stuff is the stage. When when they're, I mean, I'm not a rapper, but I, I love music and I love I love rap. When you're when they're on stage and and they drop their beat or go to do their song and you got that whole crowd chanting. I mean, there's no other feeling like it. And, and I'm not. And I can only imagine what they're feeling. I'm just telling them what I'm feeling. I can only imagine the adrenaline that's pumping through Benny or Rick or Heem, you know, or Bass or any of those dudes, Love Boat, all them guys. Like, when, when you go out there and people, and then people really know your song too and they start singing along with it, I'm sure them motherfuckers, them motherfuckers, fucking adrenaline's pumping, their dick's probably like, bow! Yeah, what bitch am I taking home? Like, I mean, it, it's just a feeling, man. It's a, and, and, you know, I'm, I'm a team person, bro. I'm a group person. Like, I've always, you know, like, Growing up, me and the family weren't really tight, me and mine. You know, we were, but we weren't. So, like, I was always missing something. So, like, when I, when I started messing with the Mexicans and we did the car club shit and all the, all the stuff I did with the Mexicans, I felt like a family. So, <clears throat> when I do, like, when I had my collision shop and I had other homies come in, felt like a family. When I did the clothing store and I had the studio and all that shit and the barber, felt like a family. And then, you know, that's, like, just like when I joined BSF. It was like a family, so I wanted I wanted everyone to do right, you know. I wanted everything to go right, you know. And you know, then you learn stuff, and you know, not everyone's for the family, you know what I'm saying? Like, everyone wants to be the father or the captain or the chief. No one wants to be the Indians or the kids, you know. Everyone wants to be the top dog. But I'm I'm cool with being on the sideline, helping. I'm cool, you know. As long as you don't take advantage, you take advantage of it too much, I'll just disappear, bro. Yeah. I've done it a million times. Like, I, there's been times I've done shit, car shows, car clubs, shit like that. And if motherfuckers take advantage of me, I'll just back out, bro. I just, I ain't got time for it, bro. I'm, I'm old, man. I'm not, I'm not super old, but I'm older. So like, I ain't got time for that bullshit. Just with fighting, bro. I'm not gonna sit here and fight you, bro. You want to fight? I'm just gonna probably shoot you in the fucking face, bro. <laughs> You're I, not I, 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 I ain't got time to fight, bro. It's the most, it's the stupidest thing ever. It don't solve nothing. And, you know, the reason why I say I just, I'd rather kill someone than fight them, because there's people, you know, you fight someone, you win, or they win, it's just going to be a never-ending fuck-you battle, left and right. So you might as well just end it for like all. fucking family guy and the chicken. Yeah, you might as well just end it all and just fucking kill them and just be done with it. Yeah. It, it, fighting don't solve nothing. It don't make you money. It don't make you famous. It don't, none of that shit. Unless you're a serial killer, you know, killing makes you. But, um, but like, then you, get documentary. then you get a documentary and people are fucking chanting your name outside the jail cell <laughs> while you're getting electrocuted. <laughs> Go me. See, the adrenaline. Season two. How, how hard is your dick when you're a murderer and you're getting an electric chair and people are chanting your name? Like, I hope this shit fucking shoots off and hits the reporter in the face. <laughs> but, you know, like, it, it's, it's, it's senseless, man. Fighting don't do nothing. Drama don't do nothing. All these fools, like, telling on each other, that shit don't help none. Like, it, like, I don't know, man. Like, these people don't get it. No one gets it anymore. Like, the weed. The weed in Buffalo is so fucking, so stupid, bro. It's such a fucking stupid game. Yeah, what happened <sighs> with the weed? The weed dude, market, like, blew up and then... The weed market blew up. Everyone, with dude, there's fucking 18-year-olds that got the same pack your homies got that's 
they're all just buying packs from Kelly, putting it in bags, and then selling it for more. And people are buying it because they got a good vibe or they got good marketing. It's all the same bullshit, bro. It's it, it, the weed game is so fucked up, bro. Like it, I don't know, I don't know why people even sell weed anymore. There's not a lot of money into it unless you're really unless you're eighthing it out, which gives you more chances of getting in trouble, or you're selling quantities. You know. Yeah. Just fucking be a man and sell fucking cocaine, bro. <laughs> sell fucking cocaine, crack heroin, sell real drugs, dog. Make real money. Don't you're over weed. here making fucking money with weed that don't amount to shit, bro. If you sell weed, you're a pussy. That's what I'm struggling like. And, yeah, I mean, I'll say you're a pussy. I just feel like you're wasting time. Yeah. You're obviously, if you're doing good with selling weed, just imagine how much better you could do selling something else. Yeah. I mean, regardless of the fact you don't have a dispensary, so you, you're still doing shit illegally. You know what I'm saying? So you're still going to get in trouble. So why get in trouble for something small and make little, little bit of money when you could just make good money, bro? Buffalo used to have weed in every convenience store you could buy. Yeah, dude. It's, uh, well, they started raiding everybody, you know? Because now the dispensaries are open up, so they started raiding people. They're like, you're not making our money. Yeah, and, and, there's, uh, and I don't even know how they get it because they raid. It looks like they're raiding anyone that says they're a smoke shop, but anyone that's like, a mixed use or, or like like the gas stations a lot of gas stations so, so we you know they're leaving those alone so i don't, I don't know I, I i don't know i was in connecticut the other day and they were selling mushrooms at a gas station i was like y'all are fucking wild gas room gas, gas station mushrooms mushrooms at a gas station yeah i don't that's know that's how you have I, a bad trip right there. i mean you're gonna have a bad trip just eating a cosmic brownie out of a <laughs> gas station let alone a mushroom you know explain to me the key of shit the key voice? No, they're just stealing these bitches left and right. How? But like insurance <laughs> companies don't cover keys anymore. Yeah, they're not doing that shit that until they How? fix it. It's just, it's just too damn easy. So they're they're not covering it no more because it's a Kia problem. It's not an insurance problem. It's not the customer's problem. You know, all you really got to do is fucking break that shit open, put a USB in there, and that's it. It's over. You, I could steal a Kia in two seconds. Like, let's go fucking riding around. And what's crazy is like, man. But how? Well, how do you, you steal? just download a program? No, it's literally, so when you break off that column, the slot in there, you know, is like a USB fits in there, which allows you to turn it instead of their smart key. Wait, it's literally just a USB? Yeah. And you literally just turn it? Pretty much, yeah. Wait, I didn't realize it was that. Yeah, I thought bro. these dudes were like hackers. No, hell no, they're not hackers. You literally just, why would Kia do that? Like, did they not understand? I mean, I don't think it was, I think it was just something that just happened, and that's it. Now Kia's trying to, you know, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, to be honest, if you're going to commit a crime, it's probably the best thing to, for you right now. You just steal a Kia, fucking shoot somebody or rob a bank and drive off. They're just going to follow that Kia. They're not going to know. You just got to park it somewhere where there's no cameras, which is probably somewhere by the water, you know, and that's about it. That's crazy. So they just fucked up. Yeah, they and Kia it. just became like somewhat reputable again. Yeah, they were starting to look like some of the yeah. shots. Like, damn, I can buy a Kia. This shit is raw. When I was a kid, my dad was like, Kias are the worst piece of shit cars. And then finally, I was like, yeah, oh, these are cool. Yeah, like some of the trucks, like, like, what's that tell you ride thing? That shit's raw as hell. But if you like, buy um, Kia, it's getting stolen. It definitely is. Fuck that. Yeah. That's crazy. I didn't realize it was just because it was. I thought we'll US go steal one tonight. 
Welcome to Buffalo. Yeah, that's welcome my welcome. Welcome to Buffalo Kia, boys. <laughs> my welcoming gift to Buffalo. This is a Kia. This I get a Kia. a Kia every fucking time. Like, here, this is for you. Like, are you sure it's for me? Yeah, man, go ahead, take it. What are the, the cube-looking ones? The little, the, oh, yeah. the ugly-ass Kias? I wouldn't give you one of those. I'm not <laughs> that mean. The soul or whatever it is. Yeah, the, 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 the that shit ain't got no. The nerve of them calling it a soul. I think it's because it's. Yeah, what the fuck? I'm doing an interview. <laughs> Who's out there? I don't even know. I can't. I just hear girls laugh. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm doing an interview. <laughs> <laughs> At least it wasn't something you had to go fight. All right, what the fuck? That'd have been crazy for you if you just got like, there and shoot somebody. Like, struggle like, might just kill We're going to the river. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, drag him. Stop crying, Sam. Fuck, put this body in the trunk. <laughs> but yeah, so like the the soul, like the nerve of them calling it a soul, but it's not soul S O U L. It's S E. Something or other, isn't it? Yeah, but it's like calling a smart car a smart car. Yeah, that trip carrier got no soul. You ever it's drove a, a smart cube. car? If I drove a smart car, I seen one. It looked like I fucking shot that out of my dick. It's the fucking key is so fucking small. It's like you a look kidney like stone. A Mr. Incredible, like getting in the car. It's like a fucking kidney stone. That little fucker. See, I feel like, like big dudes, we can't get certain sports cars. Oh, like, I'm not gonna fit in most cars. Hold on, I can't get a Lamborghini. You ever see me getting a Lamborghini? You want to see some funny shit? Have me get in somebody's Lamborghini. Getting in and out of that shit is hilarious. Oh, yeah. I'm, if I get out of a... If I'm not in an SUV, you're seeing my ass crack when I go. Yeah, it's fucking... Car. I'm fucking falling on the ground. I, I want a Ferrari bad. And then I'm like... I, I went and looked at my boy. He, he had one out like this California joint. And I was like, man, this shit's raw as a bitch. I was like, but then again, I'm like this. You know, I'm like... I'm like, bro, this shit... I can't... I gotta be, you know, like this. I can't. Yeah, no. Yeah, I used to make fun shit. of plumber crack when I was a kid, and then I became an adult, and I was like, let him live. It's tough to keep your crack covered at all times. <laughs> hey, man. Sometimes they're gonna see shit they don't wanna see. It's you just got part the of big life. ass car. You understand. <laughs> you can't be driving no sedan. I got some sedans. My Benz is dope. My Benz, you know. What's your dream car? I really don't have one, man. I, I, a I, Subaru? Yeah, Subaru. Um, no, nah, to be honest, I want a 6'4 Impala, like a lowrider. So I'll probably buy one of those soon. I don't really have a dream car. Like, I, I like I like Lamborghinis, but I, I, I'm more of a Ferrari person. Why? I don't know. I just always have been, because I feel like everyone's got Lamborghinis. But you know what, what car? It's not <laughs> really a dream. You feel like everyone has like, Yeah, <laughs> like, I feel like, I don't want to call it dream cars, because I feel like they're obtainable. Like a dream car is something that's millions of dollars. I feel like you could get a Lamborghini for a hundred grand, hundred fifty grand. It's not really a dream car. Like I like the Bentley Bottegas, the SUVs. Mm-hmm. Dude, them shits are like 80, 80 grand. I feel like that's obtainable. Yeah, you could obtain that. Yeah, I guess you're right. But that's still a lot for a car. No, it is. You but. know, cars in the, like I think of a car from twenty to forty. Yeah, like my That's like the average range. Like my the price of my truck that I have in California is a six figure truck. And it's a fucking two thousand. It's just got that much work and money into it. Why do you keep it out there? I've been waiting for it to be finished. Because a lot of stuff that it could be done out in Cali isn't done out here. 
Not a lot of people do engraving. Not a lot of people do chrome. Not a lot of people do hydraulics. So all that shit has to be done out there. What make? Yeah, is that what makes the car six figures? Yeah, dude, this is what like type everything. Of car is it? It's a it's a two thousand um, Ram Charger. They only made it in Mexico for two years. So we put a 05 Ram front end on it. The whole front end motorizes forward. The doors are suicide. It's only a two-door. It's a two-door Durango, basically. Um, the body lifts off the frame with hydraulics. The trainee's chrome. The drive shaft's chrome. The fucking control arms are chromed and engraved. They got Mexican dollar bills engraved on them. The brakes are chromed and engraved. The calipers and the rotors. Like, the tra- the motor's half chrome and painted or... Like, everything's done on the shit. Like, there's a lot of money into it. How long have you been waiting on it? Almost six years. Really? Yeah, well, we had problems. Like, the first guy that was painting it was murdered. So I had to get a new painter. But he was murdered? <laughs> yeah, he was murdered. Um, so I had to find a new painter. <laughs> and since that guy was already paid, we had to find a guy that would do it for, you know, cheaper. Or, you know, take the job on. So that took him, like, a year to do that. Then the guy that was doing the audio got really sick. And he was in the hospital about to die. So they sold his audio business. So when he got better and went to go do my car, all my parts were missing. So we had to get new parts. And did it, they steal the parts from your car? No, nah, he, he, they sold his family sold the business. So like oh. parts just went missing. So I mean, <clears throat> it's been a whole fucking thing. It's been a whole process. How about music? What are your next steps with music? What's my next step with music? You have an album. I got an album. You played me three music. I played you three music videos. Now we turn to the real, the real music interview. You played me three music videos. Yeah, you know, I got the album's done. I I got another song. I'm just waiting for him to do his verse, and then I don't know who I'm gonna throw on it. But I got that song. If I don't do it, then I just won't do it. But I got, excuse me. I got who do I got on there? I got Benny and uh, Benny Heem. Rick Hyde. Rick Hyde's on there a bunch, you know. Um, Malik, um, from the new guy from BSF. Sule's a new guy from BSF. Fuego Bass is on there. Low Pro's on there. Um, my boy Smoke Bulger's on there. Lucky Seven's on there twice from um, drum work. Um, Ito, my homie Ito's on there. Go to Myers is on there. Um, Byers Murray's on there. Oh, word. Yeah, I put Byers Murray on there. Um, who else is on there? Um, Planet Asia, J. Rudy Damager, um, O.T. The Real. Dude, I fucking love O.T. The Real, man. That dude, he, he, I mean, I see a lot of me in him, so that's why I fuck with him, you know? And so um, I'm trying to think if there's anyone else. But, no, Is I he think, Irish? I think he's like Irish and German. Something like that, because I think I asked him one time. And I, I know he's Irish, but I don't think he's full, you know? But no, it's dope. Half the shit is done by DJ Benoit, and the other half's done by my boy Rorex. So I, I tried to keep it so it, it flows together, the whole album. Oh, shit. What? Nah, he's in NYC. Oh. oh Rick Hyde. Oh, 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 oh. I was like, what's going on? Yeah. For, For people <laughs> listening, Rick Hyde and I recorded an episode, and I lost the, yeah. I lost the uh, audio on it. Nice one, jackass. <laughs> but yeah. You see my equipment now. <laughs> Easy. Like, we're pulling up. No, just... But yeah, no, the album's dope. Videos are shot. Just waiting. I got some other albums coming out. I'm supposed to drop one with um, a couple of my artists, like Kev Mack, Speedy, Go to Myers, Breed Mafia, Spider to God. 
J.J. Lewis, stuff like that. But freaking, you know, I can't keep waiting for everybody, man. I, I want to get this ball rolling because I'm moving on to um, Mexican music from here. So. Yeah. At the end of the day, yeah, you can't work harder than the people you're working with. Yeah. Like, you're going to work as hard as you can, and if those people match you, great. Yeah. And if they don't, they I, don't. You know? I literally like gave these guys like most of these guys. I've gave them a bunch of beats, and a, and cover art. You know, Raul Duke did all my cover art. Uh, he did all my cover art lately. He did the cover art for my new album. He did cover art for Go to Mars' album, for JJ Lewis's album, for Spider's album. Um, I got mad cover art from Raul, and um, it's just I can't. What do you want me to do? Rap on the shit too? Like, I mean, I I don't know. You need some ghostwriters. I, I know. I just I've been doing so much. Like, I I I really tried to present everyone with as much as I could give them. Yeah. Like this store is a, a oasis for these guys to come and soak up knowledge and and build themselves better. You can sit here, put, build a brand, sell your own brand. You can sit here, record music, make money recording other people. Motherfuckers, I mean, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink it. They got to really want this shit. Sometimes these people got to really fall before they really get back up. Yeah. Some people have it, some people don't, and some people want to wait for that crash to get them to stop, like, make the change. When it's yeah. like, you can do that anytime. You don't have to wait for shit to hit the fan. Yeah, dude, I'm just I'm just done with it. Like, I, I, I invested a lot of time and energy in the, into car stuff for years. So when I know when shit's going, not going right, that I know when it's time to leave. Like the music stuff, I've been doing it for a few years. I'm like, all right, this ain't working, so I'm gonna move on. So like, like rap, it works for me. I, I, I don't know why it works for me. You had I, two albums that you re-released, did a yeah, million each. I, I, yeah, I don't know, I don't know why it works so well for me, but it does. And I can't tell anybody what I, I mean. I could only tell you what I've done. Yeah. But if you're not willing to do it, then you're not going to go anywhere either. You can't, you know, that's why I keep trying to attach myself to these people so when I put albums out with them, they might get my followers and listeners. But I'm moving on, man. I'm, I'm going to Mexican music after this. That's it. It's over. That's the next, that's the next street. Yeah, Mexican music, man. It's like, I, I've been trying, I want my, my dream right now is to put an album out with Mexican artists and rappers that I fuck with. Like, the bigger Mexican artist names that I know, fucking with people like Benny and Rick Hyde and Smoke Bulger and Chase Fetty, you know, OT, you like really put them in a in a lane, like a six, seven track album. Like people aren't gonna get it now, but in years from now they'll be like, damn, that shit was way ahead of its time. Yeah. Who are the biggest Mexican artists that you like? Dude, the biggest you're... Mexican artist right now is Peso Plum. Like he's the biggest. And then you got like um Grupo Firm, um just the biggest labels are Dell Records, Angel, and um, Jimmy from Rancho Humble Records. Those are like the biggest Mexican. And dude, these guys like, Peso literally has been streaming since 2020. Benny's been streaming since 2016 or 2017. Benny's got like three or three and a half million monthly listeners. Peso's got 55 million monthly listeners. It's that big of a gap. That's crazy. That's, that's crazy. In only a couple of years, these guys are are releasing music, and and it, I I guarantee you, three to five years, Mexican music is going to be bigger than hip hop in America. Like right right now, it's already bigger. Spanish music is probably one of the biggest you know shits right now. 
all over the place. Reggaeton, whether it be reggaeton like Daddy Yankee, Carol G, who's my third wife, <laughs> and um, you know shit like that, or Mexican music like Peso or um, Grupo Frontera, Grupo Firm, all those guys like fucking Leonard Ramirez, like all the there's so many great Mexican artists out right now. I'm probably butchering some of the names, but they're fucking huge. They'll release a song, and within two weeks, they're 200 million views on YouTube. You can't deny they're they're coming. They're here. They're about to take over America now. They're selling out stadiums across America, New Jersey, Chicago, the Carolinas, Florida, Texas, Cali. Like, they're selling out. Like, you're talking 30,000, 40,000 people at least. And these, these rappers aren't doing that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a huge market, and and people are missing. You know, that's what you know. Like everyone, everyone hates fucking um, hates what the fuck's that rapper's name? Um, Snitch Nine. Everyone hates Snitch Nine. You know, but fucking, unfortunately, he's semi smart because that's why he was hanging in Mexico. He was hanging out with Grupo Firm because he knows these guys are getting millions and millions of views. He could start his whole career back over with just Mexican music. And, you know, it's our fault that he gets big. It's our fault. Because he should have been whacked the minute he read it. Like, and, and, and now you can't do that shit. It's not like back in the day where you do it. Now you can't. And shit just pops up and happens. Everyone gets, you know, yeah. everyone finds out. You know? <clears throat> it, it's just, it, it's, and it's our fault. Someone should have took care of him the minute he got out. And no one did. Everyone said, oh, this and all that, and they didn't. He's still alive. He's still out there romping around, being a fucking crazy person. Making hella money. And making hella money. Yeah. So you can't, now it ain't no one's fault but ours now. We allowed that, and we're still allowing it. Then you got people like Kodak Black and stuff doing songs with him. I mean, you know, Kodak Black, I mean, money's money, dog. Like, I mean, a lot of these guys say, oh, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do a verse with him for a million dollars. Come on, bro. That's a million dollars. I guarantee you. I guarantee you, ninety-nine percent of these motherfuckers would take that million dollars all day long. None of the uber rich guys would take it, obviously. Yeah. And there's maybe a couple gangster people that are rapping that would definitely not take it. But most of them people are gonna take that mill. Who do you think the actual richest rappers are right now? The actual richest rappers? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, Jay Z's rich, but like, I, it's like combined wealth, right? Mm -hmm. Him and Beyonce, and then you know, Burner's rich, yeah, but it's right. not really rich off rapping. Like the question is, is which which rapper is the richest from rapping? You know, which to be honest, there's not a lot. Cole Kendrick. You know, and and most of those guys got side gigs or, or side deals or doing other shit that they're making their money. But you're making They've, like Fifty Cent is rich as fuck. Yeah, but his money's not coming from rapping. Right, it's coming from investments. It's coming from investments. It's coming from movies and shows. Yeah. And that like rap rap is a good way to get you out there and get you noticed to make you those deals. Yeah. That's why people like, you know, like Benny and, and Conway and all the and Westside do merch or Benny's trying to get into sports. You know, because the rapping makes money, but how long are you gonna rap for and how much money can you make off it? And then you see people like Jay Z. Fucking when when Jay Z drop an album last? Yeah. Well, you like know. Rick Ross, you see Rick Ross is like mansions and shit. Like, yeah. He's not doing music. He's not having hits anymore. Nah, dude, he's throwing car shows and shit. It's, it's just the it's, you know, like, 
I, I don't know. It, that would be a good thing to try and find out. Like, which who is the richest rapper off a of rap? You know what I'm saying? Because there's a bunch of rappers that are rich. Yeah. But it's off of investments. It has to be someone like Cole. Maybe. It's going to be someone you would never know. I guarantee you there's some older rapper that just, just fucking, he's ghost writing. Well, I bet no, you it's ghost writers, at bro. At the end of the day, someone like Chris Webby. Yeah. Is... Owns everything, has sells out every show. Yeah, makes hella money off streams, but he's not known to a wide yeah. audience. You know, like I went to his house, and there'll, there'll be an episode recorded in his house. It's like a cribs. Yeah, like it's like MTV cribs. Oh yeah, they're just like they they're really like there's some rappers out there that do really good streaming wise, show wise, and you know they just and they're not even known. It's like Tech Nine. Yeah. Like Tech Nine's hella rich. Yeah, like, Tech, no Tech Nine is probably one of the richest rappers from rapping. Yeah, probably. If you really think about it, mm-hmm. you know, like, I mean, there's a lot of guys out there that, you know, like Nas probably might be up there. I mean, he doesn't, I mean, he does do investments in movies and shit like that. But, like, I mean, I feel like he made consistent money off of rapping. Yeah. You know? Um, hey, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good question, man. That's a question you got to ask, like, someone like, like a Steve Lobel or... Or fucking, um, what's his name? The guy that used to do loud, Steve Rifkin. Oh, yeah. You know? Who made the most money off of rap? Yeah. Besides, you know, like rapper, rapper wise. Yeah. But yeah, there's, there's. Who do you think is the most inspiring rapper? Like, what to you, you're like, damn, they moved well. Like, inspiring? Like, who did the best? Yeah, like, or who like moved damn, the best. Who I moves can be the like... best and was never, like, corny? Who moves the best and was never corny? I don't know, man, because I feel like all of them get corny at some point in time. Yeah. You know, like, Jay-Z moves moves crazy. I mean, the motherfucker a billionaire. Uh, but, I mean, some, sometimes he'd be doing some weird shit. I'd say Ice Cube kind of, he progressively made it, made a solid career no matter what he did, rapping to, to movies or whatever. I mean, he's pretty, and then, and not only that, he's the only one I see really doing like a, that I see I, I mean there, there could be something else out there but like legacy wise now his son you know what I'm saying yeah like I, and Ice Cube is always like I feel like the people like Ice Cube and Busta Rhymes and shit like that I always feel like are always underestimated when they make these top five lists and shit like they're, they're really raw ass rappers bro yeah like really raw like Ice Cube's really raw that dude really raw man like he really is and Busta Rhymes Busta Rhymes always been crazy man he was just out here yeah, he was just out here. You yeah. ever meet Buster Rhymes? No, nah, I never met him. I never met him. They, I, I was going to go to that concert, but I'm not a big concert person, bro. Like, I, I like him. Don't get me wrong. I, I like him. But, like, when you're when all these rappers go, like, oh, we're going to go up to the concert and we're going to go backstage. This shit, backstage is whack, bro. I don't know who yeah. in the world thinks backstage is cool because it's not. It's basically a bunch of people just sitting around waiting to run into someone for two seconds on their way to the stage. Oh, shit, what's up? And then you want, and then you always got the one friend that want to harass him, try to get a picture, like yo, let me get a picture, like bro, man, just be in the moment, dog, like yeah, be in yeah. the fucking moment. You have moment. to learn when not to take a picture with someone, dude. I, 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 I didn't take pictures with motherfuckers till motherfuckers said, yo, man, you should take a picture. Like, oh shit, I probably should. Yeah, no, you have to, you have to learn when not to take a picture. With yeah, them, it's just, you know, like sometimes just being in that and and the moment of shit is just the raw shit ever, you know. Yeah. Thank you for doing this again. Yeah, no problem. You excited? 
Your fucking comedy show coming up? I know, Drone Work Fest tomorrow. I mean, it'll already have happened by the time. But whatever, fuck these people. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I am. I'm excited. Yeah, you, you, you've gone from so crazy. You were the first person I met in Buffalo. Yeah. Ever. Really? We did our first interview. You were on your phone walking around your little shop. Yeah, I know. That's and now it. look at what happened. It's crazy. Yeah, now I'm sitting you over here you. at your little phone. <laughs> But, I'm doing drum work fest. You got your BSF chain? Yeah. Shit's changed since that first. Raise yeah. the roof. Raise You're the roof. You're about to pass out. No, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I always look like this. You drank your coat. I know, but the weed smoke was just blowing into your face the entire time. I was time. like, this motherfucker trying to give me high as hell. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Sam was like, so you're not smoking, huh? <laughs> wow, that's crazy. <laughs> Thank no. you for doing this. No problem. Anytime. Peace out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah